Welcome to Christ's Church Cathedral. It's Wednesday, January the 20th. A service of evening prayer for the week of prayer for Christian unity. The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel.
give us courage and dignity, so that we may joyfully turn and go, led by the light that shines through Jesus Christ our
that he got into a boat on the sea and sat there, while the whole crowd was beside the sea on the land. He began to teach them many things in parables, and in his teaching he said to them, Listen, a sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seed fell on the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Other seed fell on rocky ground, where it did not have much soil, and it sprang up quickly, since it had no depth of soil. And when the sun rose, it was scorched, and since it had no root, it withered away. Other seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no grain. Another seed fell into good soil and brought forth grain, growing up and increasing and yielding thirty and sixty and a hundredfold. And he said, Let anyone with ears to hear listen. When he was alone, those who were around him along with the twelve asked him about the parables. And he said to them, To you has been given the secret of the kingdom of God, but for those outside, Everything comes in parables, in order that they may indeed look, but not perceive, and may indeed listen, but not understand, so that they may not turn again and be forgiven. And he said to them, Do you not understand this parable? Then how will you understand all the parables? The sower sows the word. These are the ones on the path where the word is sown. When they hear, Satan immediately comes and takes away the word that is sown in them. And these are the ones sown on rocky ground. When they hear the word, they immediately receive it with joy. But they have no root, and endure only for a while. Then, when trouble or persecution arises on account of the word, immediately they fall away. And others are sown among the thorns. These are the ones who hear the word, but the cares of the world and the lure of wealth and the desire for other things come in and choke the word, and it yields nothing. And these are the ones sown on the good soil. They hear the word and accept it and bear fruit thirty and sixty and a hundredfold. The word of the Lord. Thanks. Thank you. May the words of my lips and the meditations of all our hearts be always acceptable on your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. It's perhaps no coincidence the inauguration of the President of the US today in such a highly charged political climate falls during the week of prayer for Christian unity. Back in 1908, the Reverend Paul Watson proposed setting aside this week between the feast of the Confession of St. Peter on January the 18th and the conversion of St. Paul on January the 25th. His idea was that we as Christians use the week to pray for more signs of visible unity in Christ's church. Others called his vision. Since 1968, the Pontifical Council for the Promotion of Christian Unity and the Faith and Order Commission of the World Council of Churches have got together prepare materials for this week. The monastic community of Grongchamp in Switzerland have put together the international resources for the 
2021 week of prayer for Christian unity. Now, a group of religious sisters from different church traditions brought together by a common vocation of prayer, community life and hospitality, and by their commitment to Christian unity. In these turbulent times, and especially today for our sisters and brothers south of the border, there can be no more compelling witness to our human family than that of unity. The 2021 theme, Abide in my love, and you shall bear much fruit, calls us to pray and to work for reconciliation and unity in the church, with our human family, and indeed with all of creation. And John deploys the image of vine and branches to call us to communion with God and with one another through prayer and common action. The Grongshan community expresses it beautifully in this year's resources. Grafted into Christ, the vine has many diverse branches. May we bear rich fruit and create new ways of living with respect for and com communion with all of creation. Now there's something that the Reverend Paul Watson, initiator of this week, and the ecumenical movement have discovered. Unity doesn't just come about. Being nice to each other is not in and of itself going to heal the divisions. What is required is a conversion of heart. Conversion of your heart and conversion of my heart. And perhaps we begin to open ourselves to the conversion of heart required, always the Holy Spirit's work, by facing the pain the tragedy, the scandal of being so at odds with each other, with ourselves, and ultimately with God. The parable of the soul in this evening's reading it is a powerful reminder of God's desire to convert our hearts, as broken as they may be, to bless each of us with lives of greater generosity, hospitality, and indeed community, irrespective of our soil type. You may expect the lives of Jesus' disciples, those 12 of whom he shared intimate community across three years, to be amongst the most fruitful. And yet time and time again in Mark's Gospel, we discover how little they in fact understand. Indeed, they will abandon Jesus in order to save their own skins. Some unity. What's remarkable for me is that in spite of their lack of understanding, their struggles to live the lives of peace and justice that Jesus himself models and proclaims, Jesus never gives up on them. He continues to pour himself into them, even entrusts the future of his mission to them at the end of the Gospel. The source of our unity and the pain and the scandal of division we are living is Jesus Christ. The one alone whose spirit can convert our hearts. We worship and seek to follow a God who never ceases to shower us with all that we need to be the change that we advocate. Instruments of peace who seek not so much to be consoled as to console. To be understood as to understand. To be loved 
has to love, in Francis' words. Our hope is not so much in our somehow being good soil as though we ourselves could bring that about. Our hope is at the sower, the sower of peace and of justice and of unity keeps sowing extravagantly, with reckless abandon, even in the least promising places. Jesus is the one who never gives up on us. Rather, he continues to work on whatever is hard-packed or rocky or thorny, both within us and among us. As the community of Grandchamp reminds us during this week of prayer for Christian unity, may we simply ask for the grace to abide in this one that we in turn might bear much fruit. And especially this week, the fruit of unity. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. We believe in the God who is the pillar of fire and the pillar of cloud. We trust in our holy parent who judges and shows mercy. We hope in our creator who is faithful to all that is seen and unseen. We believe in the Jesus who rode in triumph into Jerusalem. We trust in the Messiah who was crucified, died, and was buried. We hope in the living Christ who walked out of the tomb. We believe in the Holy Spirit, giver of faith and formation. We trust in the breath of life. 
Let us gather our prayers and praises into one and pray as our Savior taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the power, 